I'm Haley. And I'm Riley. And this is Movies Better, Yeah Right. A podcast where we see how our favorite YA reads and their adaptations stack up against each other. I'm a full-time writer, reader, and proud owner of four library cards. And I'm a never writer, sometimes reader, and avid movie watcher. We've been friends for six years and bond best over books and movies based off them. But instead of watching together and annoying everyone around us with our nonstop commentary, we've brought our hot takes here for you. So whether you read along, watch along, both or neither, join us as we work our way through the YA genre. Hello, Riley. Hi. And listeners, welcome back. We are here this week with Along for the Ride by Sarah Dessen. So we have a perfect summertime read and watch for you guys. And one of the inspirations for the podcast, one of two, I would say. Oh, yeah. Made us want to do this. Yeah, we did watch this one together. I think right when it came out, it's on Netflix. Yes. So we must have been hanging out and the boys were doing whatever. And we decided to take control of our night and watch a whole movie. I felt really differently about this movie watching it after reading it, which we can get into. But I felt like the book made me understand Auden in ways that when we first watched it, I was like confused by her. And then I read the book and was watched the movie and was like, oh. I totally agree. I had like two very different experiences because I remember us being maybe a little bitchy. <laughs> when we, we were very it. critical. Yeah. <laughs> when we watched it together. I had read it when it like first came out and I was almost Me positive too. I owned it, but I can't find it anywhere. So maybe I'm wrong. Ditto. I could not find my copy. I do know that I read it, but I read everything that she wrote. So that's not saying much. I was obsessed. Yeah, I own a bunch. I think, let's see, I own eight of her books. Oh, honestly, more of like the more recent ones too, which I didn't realize. I think I just fell down the rabbit hole and stuck with it forever she's got a formula and she's very good at it oh like, yeah even her new stuff you would think there is only so many times she could write something set in lakeview or colby but she's done it so many ways and well i loved this one i know i really do like the fact that she has like her own universe i'm curious if she has a chokehold on teenagers now like she did when we were teenagers because I feel like when we were growing up, there was not that she was it and like the only one, but like she was one of the only options for like not just like a romancy book, but like a teenage girl with like nuance. And she's dealing with like her love life, yes, but also more so her friends and her family and like herself. There wasn't a lot like that. I feel like there's more now. Like a generation of Sarah Dessen fans is like writing books now, which is nice. That's so true. The only thing I can think of, and I haven't read her books in a really long time, but it's Susan Colasanti. I know she oh, yeah. had like a whole slew of romance. Like I don't remember what level of like emotion and fluff there was in her books. I don't either. I do know that I cried. I said this during the Hunger Games last week, and this is a very different book, but I cried a lot reading this too. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't think anything made me tear up in this. Ugh. The, I, it's part of my hot take, sort of, which is that, like, as much as I love Eli, I want him off the cover and off the movie poster because this is, like, a love story about Auden and Maggie and her baby sister and, like, her changing relationship with her mom and her stepmom. Like, everything else that was happening besides the love part was so sweet. I couldn't handle it. Oh, yeah. I think that's where Dessen does like the most amazing things is like yes there's fun romance but really like the true love story you're right is always 
the main character with either herself or like other strong women, which I think is really cool. Her like original title when she was working on it was called The World of Girl because it's so much about Auden like having female friendships for the first time in her life. And then it got changed too long for the ride. But I thought that was funny. Clearly like her intent and her focus was on that more than Eli if her title was The World of Girl. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It felt like Eli was just kind of there. Like he he's a really great character and I did like him, but he definitely was there to support Auden's journey rather than to like be a main focus in her mind, really. They kissed and I was like super cute, but moving on. Um, We are going to be spoiling. So if you yes. want to like do this on your own, just pause us now. We probably already spoiled a few things because we never get this uh-huh. right, <laughs> but nope. <laughs> pause, watch, read whatever you feel like doing and come back to us. Um, I'll also give my hot take. So mine is that I think Auden should have had Eli teach her how to ride a bike, which does go against what I just said about nice female mm-hmm. support. But <laughs> I was like, he was the one. Like, I don't know why she didn't go back to him with that. I thought it would have been yeah. a nice way for them to make up. And she doesn't in the movie either, right? It's both that she's Maggie teaches her. Yeah, it's her always Maggie, which is really sweet. But it seems like the bike thing is like so closely related to him it was funny that she went with somebody else like if i was eli i would have been like what i've been asking you to do this forever (laughs) you learned without me yeah i would be so sad she also didn't in the book at least it's different in the movie but she doesn't watch him when he has like his first return biking competition so like he doesn't teach her to ride a bike and she doesn't witness his like big grand return he just like tells her about it and i was like both of you were not present for these things for the title to be bike related they really (laughs) miss each other's big bike moments did okay i will introduce them i have quite the summary i really was organized this time well chapter by chapter action I love how it keeps waffling. Like sometimes I feel like I'm really organized and I've got it covered and then other times I have like, oh my God, that was so crazy and no explanation <laughs> of what I was talking about. Like, oh, thank you, Haley. You really helped. I was just sending myself texts because I was reading this on my phone. So I was sending I myself too. texts that how I liked. Weird. I've never read a Sarah Dessen book on my phone before, which was weird. And I wanted to, I liked that I could see everybody's highlights because when oh. you like read on Kindle, it'll tell you like when people really loved a line. I mine didn't do that. Mine was from the library, and it wouldn't tell me that. Mine was. I did like too. that. I felt like Miss Sarah was with me everywhere I went, on the subway, yeah. walking down the street, maybe going to the bathroom. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. Miss Sarah made it all the way to. She was in Maine with me. Whoa, oh, you know what? Traveler. I was what? reading this on the 4th of July, which I just realized is a big deal because that's like her holiday. Oh, yeah. Wow, we yeah. picked the perfect time for this. She would we be did. proud. Okay, so Auden, who we've been talking about, is really introduced to us like from the get-go through her parents. She's like very informed by her mom and her mom's presence and her dad's lack of. So she's a very studious, very like – she thinks she's smarter and better than – like she's like above everything – doesn't lower herself to like silly like, high school things. Academically entitled almost. Mm-hmm. I, I think there is a word for that, but I'm also blanking. Her mom is a professor and she's constantly got like grad students over at the house. She makes it clear that her mom never like let her be a kid. 
So she kind of grew up expected to be adult, especially because when she was younger, her parents were splitting. So Mm -hmm. the other part of her personality besides being very studious, very good at school, is that she's an insomniac while somehow being very good at school. She doesn't sleep at night. I know. Like, don't insomniacs, like, they are tired. (laughs) There's no (laughs) way around that. Isn't that I would think. I, I wrote a note that was like, how does this work during the school year? Because it happening in the summer makes complete sense to me. She's sleeping until like two or four. But I was, she makes it sound like she's always doing this because it starts when her parents are fighting and she notices that they don't fight until she's sleeping. So she's like, okay, I just like won't sleep. I guess she did say that like the newer school she went to, like the more privatey one sounded like it had weird hours. I missed that. Because it was, she was doing like kind of college level stuff too. So I Good. think her schooling did eventually become more flexible. Good, I was but worried about her. I was also her. confused because all I also thought usually insomniacs like do want to sleep. Like it is a frustrating experience. She's she a willful, like, fully fine with it. Yeah, and at the end of the book, when she's had like all of her, she's like dealt with all of her issues. Oh like, yeah, it underlying things. She's still well. No, she's still at the end doing it. Don't they meet at a diner in the middle of the night? Oh, yeah, but I guess, but for a minute there when, like, she was, like, I'm doing schoolwork now, she was, like, falling asleep at nine and was, like, she just, like, snapped out of it for a while. She did snap like, out like, of it for a few second. weeks. Yeah. But it was, like, her lowest point in the book, which we will get to. And she yeah. was, like, only sleeping when she was not doing well, which was the opposite of what you would think. So, anyway, she graduates from high school. Womp womp. No big deal. Like, she yeah, doesn't does go to any of her celebrations. Her dad is in the hospital with his wife, Heidi, who's giving birth to her baby sister, Thisbe. Yeah. So they're not there. Um, so she and she stood up over prom. prom. Yeah. Yeah. So she was going to go to prom, but the boy stood her up. The night before, what a butthead. He is a butthead. Stay tuned for more of him. But um, <laughs> she decides to go stay with her dad and Heidi and the baby. Her brother Hollis is like a world traveler and she's feeling very bored with her life. And he sends her a picture frame that says like the best of times and she starts thinking about what her best of times would be and realizes there's nothing like she would have no picture to put in there and she's very affected by that and was like I guess I got to do something with my summer so she drives to Colby shocked now and I don't think I thought this while reading it but now that you were just explaining that I am shocked that her solution to that was not go to fucking Europe to be with her brother that would have been so fun that would have been fun he though sounds like she sounds like a Someone who likes control, and he sounds all over the place, that perhaps he would have stressed her out to do anything with him. Maybe, but, like, they're siblings. Isn't that always, like, the fun way to do things? <laughs> we both have big brothers, so. That we enjoy spending time with, yeah. Yeah, that would be my, any big brother, I would be like, I'm going to them. I guess in high school I did. I would go spend summers with them. That could have been a whole other book. Imagine her going abroad and falling in love abroad. Yeah, I think there's two versions of mm-hmm. this. Miss Dessen usually keeps things stateside. North Carolina. When she gets to Colby, Thisbe is the baby. Um, mm-hmm. She is very <laughs> She colicky. is the baby. <laughs> she is the baby and she is colicky like you would not believe. She spends the majority of her time on the page screaming. I know, it's so sad. Mm-hmm. And it's very clear from... The like immediately, it's clear that Heidi is doing one thousand percent of the parenting work, and she is in the midst of postpartum 
and the dad is doing absolutely nothing because he's working on a novel and he needs nine hours of sleep every night and she's just dealing he's with this such a bitch i hate <laughs> i hate the dad he's he, the worst i just wrote in my note heidi's a saint and the dad's an enormous asshole and it just continued to follow that track the whole book yeah he was so twisted i hated the way he like spoke he was really manipulative every time they argued and there was a point in the end where heidi heidi where auden um said the way that he acted would be totally excusable and fine if he didn't keep like pulling people in like to have children with and like oh yeah kids and wives and he it would be fine if he was alone and he acted this way but he's like you know, creating this like close group of people that depend on him and need his partnership. And he's just like, and then he always paints it in like, I'm just not good enough for you. It's like, what? Like you could literally do 2% more work and you would be (laughs) so much better than you are now. Like nobody is asking that much of you. Hold the baby once a day. Yeah. Like Like, Auden gets to town and her dad is like, oh, are you hungry? Like, do you want food? And Auden is like, oh, my God, yes, I would love to go get food with you, Dad. And then he, like, shoves her cash and is like, great, I'll have this. <laughs> yeah. And, like, kicks her out of the house. It was like, what the fuck is wrong mm-hmm. with you? He does not come across well. From There is no, like, hidden, like, peel back the curtain and the dad is a bad dude. It was, like, from the moment we met him, it was like, ugh. Right now. Honestly, till the end, I yeah. was not sold on no any part of it. I was not. So Heidi is was supposed to have thrown this little like welcome home brunch and is bummed that she forgot what day it was. Um, but she does tell Auden to go to the tip, which is where all the kids hang out. This was crazy to me. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, would you she, go? No, I'm such a wimp. There'd be I no would- book. There would be no book because I wouldn't go. (laughs) I went somewhere with a bunch of teenagers that I wasn't invited to. I would also die before. She does a lot of just being in town with nobody in in sight in the dark alone. Yes. In the book, she's got a car. In the movie, she seems to be just on foot. And she's just like completely isolated in this town. And no one's like checking on her and being like, "Uh, why didn't you come home last night? Like anything could happen to her. And like, I'm just wondering like what world she grew up in like i don't i was trying to not be scared new york has like ruined me or what but i was like i would never walk around in the dark like that at like three in the morning yeah i would be too freaked i go to work at 5 30 and when it's saturday and sunday it is so fucking Mm -hmm. uncomfortable i'm like i can't imagine but maybe a small beach town is different but she's very brave or stupid i don't know (laughs) impossible to tell she goes to the tip that's brave, that part. That part was she, brave. I was impressed with her. I just would never do that. She goes. She hooks up with a local who was hitting on her in town earlier when she was grabbing lunch for her dad. His oh, name is I guess she Jake. didn't know him. He's not a good guy to know, but th- yeah. their hookup is, like, brief, and she is like, nope, not into this. Do and they have sex? No. Are you her sure? Sh- I was Googling yeah. it. Because she Google puts her sex. shirt back on, but there's no, like... No getting pants her pants no pants stay think. pants stay off i think <laughs> she just winnie the poos out of that <laughs> the poo. <laughs> so she does that regrets it and is like i wanted to like do things this summer but like that didn't feel good it's not what i want to do yeah she goes back like, home 
the baby's still screaming, hasn't stopped presumably since she left. So she takes the baby and walks her around in the middle of the night. And this is where she sees Eli for the second time. Technically, she saw him at the tip. They just like passed each other. He bumped into her or something. Oh, was like he a, there? A non-event. Yeah, he was like the dude who bumped into her. I only know it was him because she'd noticed how he looked. And I was like, why are we paying attention to how this guy looks? <laughs> You're like, who the hell is that? And then the next time she sees him at night and he's riding his bike, she like is like, oh, the guy from the party that I saw. And he oh. says, um, long night. No, one of them. <laughs> My notes are great. One of them <laughs> says, <laughs> one of them says long night. And the other one says, aren't they all? And that's like their little insomniac interaction. And the baby's just there. Yep, the baby witnesses it. The baby's there for a couple of cute moments that they have, I gotta say. The baby is around a lot. That's very different in the movie. Yeah, there's not a lot of Thisbe. There's only so many hours you can use a baby actress, so. (laughs) I guess that's fair. (laughs) So Heidi owns a shop called Clementine's that is very girly and very pink and very anti-Auden in her mom's personalities. Um, so she goes there and meets the girls who work there. It's Maggie, Leah, and Esther. Esther's um, a Hungarian name. Yeah. Do we think she was Hungarian? Any I don't know. We'll have there? to ask Sarah Dessen when she joins our yeah. podcast. Yes. She finds out that Jake, who she kissed, is Maggie's like very recent ex. Uh, Jake broke up with Maggie. It wasn't her idea. So mm-hmm. Maggie immediately doesn't like her. It's very awkward. She leaves and later that night has another interaction with Eli or no it's during the day her and her dad are like out to get food or something and the baby's crying and he's like take the baby <laughs> like leave the restaurant I can't sit here with her crying oh so yeah she, he like didn't even want to go out to dinner so she goes to the pier alone with the baby because the dad can't handle and Eli shows her like this elevator trick to get the baby to stop crying that was cute. was cute. She later eavesdrops on her dad and Heidi and finds out, surprise, surprise, that it was not her dad's idea to invite her. It was Heidi's. Yeah. That was so sad. It was so sad. The dad stuff broke my heart. He's such a annoying human. And so when Heidi asks Auden, or Heidi needs, she's having like some accountant accounting issues at her company. Oh my and God. She like proposes to Auden, I think, that Auden help. And the dad is like, no, Auden's here to spend time with me. <laughs> After he, like, just said the night before, you invited her here, this was your idea. Basically, yeah, like, I'm not going to entertain her. He did that because he was like, why can't Auden help you? Heidi with the was, baby. With the baby. And Heidi yeah. was like, she's not here to, like, help with the baby. She's here to have fun and spend time with us and you. And then he, like, went and twisted that back on her. So, like, that was, like, I think a form of his manipulation being, like, I thought you said Auden can't help with stuff. Big red flag. He's a psycho. But so, with the bookkeeping, like yeah. I took economics and like finance in college and stuff uh-huh. and had to do accounting classes too. What the fuck was Auden doing for this business? I, I needed to know. I needed like a breakdown of what took so many hours every day because I have no clue what she was doing. It sounded very important. She was finding mistakes in withholdings at one point. That was a that was a thing. I would hate to like call anybody out, but I'm not sure anyone really knew what Auden was doing besides <laughs> the idea that she was good at math and needed a job at night. I Checks feel like it. that's as far as that planning went. You know, but why would you have a high schooler like, Heidi must have an accountant for her business. Yeah, and Heidi went to business school. She's got to know people. And she would know how to do it herself. 
It was yeah. confusing to me. Well, so she the the way that Auden gets the job is like the night before she's up in the middle of the night and she sees that like Heidi is trying to fix some problem with like paychecks and some oh, issue. Yeah. And there's like papers all over the table and Auden can tell that she hasn't gotten very far in figuring out what happened. So she sits down and in a few hours is like discovers what was wrong and like gets it all straightened out and Heidi is like, Oh my god, do this with the rest of my stuff. You would think that was like the only problem to be able to fix. Yeah. But apparently there's a lot. Heidi's been <laughs> Heidi's been distracted. Running, yeah. Um fast and loose with her books, I guess. So she <laughs> goes to the to Clementine's where the girls are a little she iffy about her. her books and lipstick. <laughs> In that pink, pink room. Audit's <laughs> yeah. office. Notably, there is a 9 p.m. dance party at the um, not a 6 p.m. like in the movie, but a 9 p.m. Why did they dance do that? party? I have no idea. I felt like in the movie they like bumped everything up three hours, so then it was like she was barely an insomniac. She like got home at two. It's like yeah, me too. Yeah, she's supposed to come home when the sun rises. She skips the dance party, and I was gonna ask you, does she ever do the dance party in the book? No, she never, never. dances in the book. Okay. Okay, yeah. she does like a little in the movie, but I was like, wait. I don't yeah, know that I mean, that in, no, she like never gets into it, even though she does become friends with the girls. Dang. Yeah. I would love to have had, you know, her have a little let loose moment. Busy with those books. Yeah, she had a lot to get done. She starts hanging out with the girls. She immediately seems to like Leah and Esther, but she's got these judgments that are basically just like from her mom that are in her head that she cannot shake in the beginning where she's like oh maggie likes pink and maggie sells like pants that make your butt look good to ladies and like maggie knows about like booty berry perfume and like she must be like stupid and like why would you <laughs> want to like devote brain space to this booty bear- berry perfume sounds like something it was like, in the what book. would a booty berry be it would just be a poop <laughs> hemorrhoid <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's flying uh, off the shelves though but i am the- just on like bathroom talk right now <laughs> sorry everyone uh, i shouldn't have said the word booty she is over like the course of the book seeing like nuance in maggie so the first time that happens is when she goes to the jump park to which i mm. don't understand is that just like a bunch of concrete ramps in the movie it's like a bunch of dirt I, don't, I couldn't picture vividly it. remember the movie part from I our first watch around. Yeah, Maggie starts putting on like a helmet and knee pads and bikes around, and Auden's like, "Wow, there's more to this girl than pink." And she bikes around in the movie. It's so slow. Well, yeah, they gave they gave Eli I read a like a a stunt double. So like his scenes are amazing because he's got a stunt double. She is like clearly just the actress going up and down like a dirt She's mound. She's like fighting for her life trying to bike up this dirt mound. <laughs> it's really uh, sad. In the book, she sounds or, like she looks really impressive. Yeah, in the book, I think she does really good. In the movie, I think they did not help that actress succeed. They no, used they were, all their you know money how to on bike? Eli's stunt double. Yeah. Yeah, they trained him too, and he, I guess, got like hurt a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> Eli, they, is like, at, they won't put you through that, Maggie. You're safe. Yeah, they're like, you just do what you can do, and it'll be great. We'll edit it, and then she watched it and was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, wow, I've never been more disappointed. <laughs> um, Eli is there at the jump park. He's not biking. He's there, and she is like really fascinated. Auden is by every time they talk. He's so. 
um, what is the word? He's like so casual and like nonchalant and he like says what he means. Like there's no like subtext to what he's saying and he's just like tells it like it is and she Yeah, he's is very different that. from her father. Yes, her father with the dot dot dots at the end of every sentence so that you can <laughs> fill it in and he can blame whatever you said on you instead of him. Yes. <sighs> um her mom comes and is as big of a turd as her dad in this scene. She redeems herself a little bit later, but this scene's bad. She comes to the store and is, like, so judgy that all the girls can pick up on, like, ooh, <laughs> like, yeah. your mom is scary. Um, she keeps, like, talking about how Auden's got, like, a pink, like, windbreaker on. And she's just like, you've changed. It's been all of, like, I don't know, two weeks or something. She's like, you're working at this store. She just has only complaints. Yeah, and she it's really very wants, bizarre. She's, like, very into um post-divorce trash talking the dad and is like hungry for details about like how hard Heidi must have it now because like the dad didn't help when she had her kids either so she seems to be like really enjoying this and Auden's just like ugh, I don't like she doesn't like her mom at all in these scenes yeah I think it's like the first time in Auden's life where she is like not feeling connected to her mom they're like out of her mom's element too for the first time yeah mom's like in colby and i don't know doesn't fit anymore and maggie like witnesses their interaction and some more nuance to maggie she's perceptive and she like can tell that auden is sad and like sits with her and tells her that like her own mom is that way i guess about like girly stuff in clothes like the complete yeah they're like opposites also maggie recognized auden's mom so there's a hint that maggie is a smarty pants yeah, she knew she was a professor, and she, like, hinted that she applied to that school, which mm-hmm. is just called the U. I don't know what university it is. <laughs> yeah, we'll never know. Is DeFreeze real? Where That's Autumn's what going? I was trying to figure out, and I did no Googling because I thought you would know, so this is unfortunate. Well, here I go Googling. <laughs> um, also, is DeFreeze not DeFry? Because DeFry University is a thing. Uh, and then I thought sometimes in French the S is silent, but now I think they're fictional. two different things. No, it's fictional. It's in a few of her novels, I guess. Sarah, couldn't we just stop confusing <laughs> real life Riley and Haley? Uh, okay, so what she's if hanging I out had with... applied? I read this in high school. What if I applied? You're like my dream college. She's hanging out with the girls more. She goes to like a house party. This is where she gets in like an altercation with Eli's ex. Whose name Belissa. is Belissa. <laughs> she calls her a skink. Belissa does. Even though she's not dating Eli anymore, she feels like a hold on him mm-hmm. and is very pissed that it's the party's like at her house and she's like, Harry, how dare you come into my house and be flirting with Eli right in front of me about chocolate cupcakes? She also learns at this party a lot of information. She learns that Maggie's going to her school. Speaking mm-hmm. of DeFreeze, she's like, whoa, you're smart. Then she learns about. Eli's like mysterious past and why he's so like rarely around other people and so like sad seeming because he had a best friend named Abe who they both biked and um they were leaving a competition Eli drove through a stop sign drove through it correctly how you're supposed to like he waited and then he drove through and then a drunk driver hit their car Abe died and Eli was obviously there um so he quit biking and he hasn't been the same since um, and when she goes to talk to him after that, I forget why she goes to talk to him, but she does. And he can, like, immediately tell that something's different in the way that she's talking to him. 
which is a, a little different in the movie where it like takes longer for that to happen. Yeah, she, like, in the movie, I feel like she starts like fishing for info. Yeah, in the book, he's just like immediately like, oh no, you know, and I can tell and I hate it. And Yeah, she started making like the sad pity face. I was like, yeah. oh. He's like, stop doing that. Um, and then shows her a really fun insomniac night after that because she's like been getting coffee at the gas and grow, which is just like the gas station. It's like shitty gas coffee. So <laughs> he's like, come with me. And he takes her to um, like some 24 hour stores to run errands and they go to a restaurant or like a pie shop that Clyde, the bike shop guy, runs in the middle of the night inside of the laundromat which he also owns which but like i need a whole spinoff on not him like popping why are they not going there every night like all of them every the friends don't like, seem to not know it exists i think it's like something that eli is actively hiding from people <laughs> i don't it think he wants like people it. there um, um in the movie at the gra- gas and grow i have a side <laughs> tangent so it's like coffee pots and she needed to like pick her cup and pick her side and then take the coffee pot and fill up the coffee <laughs> this the gas is a and grow? story. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> walking myself through what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> the only person who's gonna be like, I know what she's talking about is Colton. But I once went to an Irving in Maine, and they had this deal that was like any soda a dollar, like any size. And when I tell you, Riley, that it threw my brain into like a fucking tailspin because I could not <laughs> figure out what size to get if they were all a dollar. The biggest and I thought, one. If I get the biggest one, though, what if they're like this greedy girl? Like I just like this <laughs> like anxiety attack over like trying to fill up my own soda to the point where I get? had to leave. Oh, um, and Colin figured it out for me. Oh, but that's I good. thought walking up to four coffee pots <laughs> at a gas station in the middle of the night would have just thrown uh, me into a tailspin. She did funny it so enough. Confident. Funny enough, I can't remember that visual at all from. The- <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I once I started this story I thought that might be the case <laughs> there's um, someone out there who was like yes I feel that I'm glad I interrupted you for that it's good to know I hope Colton got you a big one yeah he was like why would you not and I was like well I just didn't want them to judge me and he was like who would judge you yeah they that? would do the same thing it was just really like I don't get how that's a deal for them <laughs> I thought maybe it was like a lie, and then they'd be like, "Ma'am, you're stealing all the soda." I don't know. Worst customer of the year. <laughs> Thank well, I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> um, in addition to the gas and grow, they go. They start doing like all kinds of things. They establish like a quest that she didn't get to be a kid because her mom didn't raise her that way, and so she missed out on all these things that she's going to do. One of them is like going bowling for the first time. Um, which is a cute scene. That's like where they decide officially, like they're doing a quest. It's like a yeah. thing. She is invited to a hot dog party, which is a thing. Oh, she doesn't go yet. So I'm getting ahead of myself. She's invited. Whoa. Whoa. Stop <laughs> spoiling. And then she and Eli go to Tally Ho, which is the club that Leah oh. wants to go to always and that no one wants to go with her to. Wait, Tally Ho um, happens before the hot dog party? You know, maybe I just didn't write about the hot dog party. If if I didn't, she goes to a hot dog party and Eli shows up and people are shocked that he's there and they have a very adorable food fight. Yeah, that's what She's I She's never had one. If I didn't write that down, that's horrendous. I, I love that scene. I thought Tally Ho happened after because like something else happens at Tally Ho. They kiss at Tally Ho. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly that. 
they like sneak in they the bouncer's like okay you got five minutes because they explain the quest and he's like fine you underage teenagers can run in there for five minutes don't touch the bar i'll be looking for you starting now like a timer so they run in and then they do a little dancey dance and they kiss and it's so cute and it's not like sarah Dessen. i don't know if all of her books are this way but she doesn't like linger on it wasn't like this big huge moment it wasn't like any bigger than any of the other moments that she has with him yeah that's true it was like a paragraph and yeah it was gone um, I'm upset they didn't invite Leah to Tally Ho because usually the response to Tally Ho is no, 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 no to Tally no. Ho. <laughs> Poor Leah never gets to go. Then after that is when Heidi like has a total um, well-deserved breakdown um, because the dad's not doing anything. So Autumn like comes home and finds her just like a total mess and crying and kind of talking gibberish and clearly not well and not sleeping and she calls eli and very cutely he like his mom she knows that his mom has a lot of kids she doesn't know this his mom was like a nurse uh, Mm, yeah with knows how to deal with babies so she comes over and she just like saves the day and takes care of heidi and like takes care of the baby and eli swaddles the baby they're like a dream that was cute it was cute that he took the baby and the mom took heidi yeah it was really sweet. And then there's more kissing after that at the house. Then there's this like a lot of the book focuses on like Heidi, Heidi, gosh, Auden's mom saying like people don't ever change. And a lot of this is like Auden seeing that people can and that she herself can. And part mm-hmm. of that is her brother coming, her brother who's been traveling the world on just like endless money from their parents for years, not having yeah. a job, dating a bunch of people that come home and think he likes them still and he's just moved on already but he he comes home out of nowhere and he's brought uh, his girlfriend who he calls his fiance because he wants to marry her that just hasn't been asked yet um and she's her name is laura laura and she's a scientist and she is exactly like his mom yeah she um, even looks like him or yeah her. which is very funny and the mom of course hates her because she's like it's too similar <laughs> i had like, totally no forgotten about hollis entirely because they just like cut him out of the movie so i forgot he existed yeah when i was reading for a lot of it because i couldn't picture him he points out when he's there like auden's been telling eli that she can ride a bike she's like i remember like my dad taught me when i was a kid on the driveway i fell down and i got up and kept going and eli- oh my god the name's hollis <laughs> it's like actually you fell down and that was it like you never got back on the bike you quit and it's like a big at first she kind of doubts that he's right and then she's like no he is yeah and it's such a big joke between her and eli about like eli's always like it's okay you don't know how to ride a bike it's fine it's an indoor kid thing (laughs) to not know and she's like i do know i totally know you want me to prove it and then she she just instead of being like eli you were right i don't know how to ride a bike she goes to maggie yeah she doesn't say anything because her and eli are still close at this point like so the night shortly after that happens um there's like a brief interlude where her mom calls her about college dorms and is like a total bitch and trying to fill oh, out the forms God. and like make sure that Auden's in like this academic dorm and she's like mom don't sign my name to those send them to me and her mom's like oh you're so different you want to do kegs and <laughs> like do i don't know you anymore anyway she does a paper route with eli that night they're like throwing papers which i think is very cute he's like picking up for someone who's 
sick, I think. He used to do this as a teenager. And when they're delivering her paper at her house, she hears a fight between her dad and Heidi that sounds really familiar and really freaks her out from her parents' split. So then when she goes back to Eli's apartment with him, which who knew he had an apartment? Yeah. (laughs) Where are we? How old is he? I'm so confused. He's post, he's graduated for, he's like older than the girls. And then I think Jake is their age, Maggie and them. And oh, they just graduated. So that's why and they he's all a little bit older. Hang out. So some yeah. of the other guys are also like in between. I think so. And he's I, just like working at the bike shop. So, so he could, but he's 21 older because he could get into Tally. He might be 20 because I don't think he could get in there. He seemed, oh, well, he, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a scene. <laughs> Maybe he I can. guess that's true. They're at his apartment, which has, like, a single chair in it, which I think is very funny because he's just not very social post-Abe. And I guess they lived together for a point before Abe died. So, like, he got rid of all the stuff that reminded him of Abe. So he doesn't have anything anymore. Abe's family, like, took a lot of it, too. Like, he Mm. gave it all away. Oh, that's nice. But they're hanging out at the apartment, drinking coffee, and she cries and they talk he feels like he failed abe and she feels like she failed she takes a lot of responsibility on herself for her parents marriage not working so they have a really sweet heart to heart and she like falls asleep in his arms and it's really cute but that lasts not long because then she goes home the next morning and her dad has like a suitcase and he's like buying oh, yeah. so big high and then big low I know. I hated that this, like, I know every book needs a conflict, and you guys heard me talk about Heartstoppers and everything. (laughs) Like, I don't know why we need a conflict. Why couldn't she have just gone back to Eli and been like, I'm so sad again? (laughs) I don't know why this, like, made her, like, fully regress. I mean, for a plot, that's why. She, like, ditches. There's, like, a big dodgeball game, and she can see through the window that Eli's like looking for her and she just doesn't go out there to play dodgeball with everybody. No, um, it's so sad. And she feels like her dad is quitting and she decides, I don't know, that she's gonna, she, she's like, it didn't work with Eli, which <laughs> is like a little premature. Nothing's really happened, but she's like, I'm just going to talk to the guy who stood me up at prom. Cause he just happens to yeah, be here for like a conference. Why is she doing that? It's so confusing. She there's not a lot of like I was because I remember that happening that like something freaked her out and she like really pulls away and there's not a lot of like interior she doesn't seem super aware I guess that makes sense of like that she's doing that so there's not a lot of explanation for why because she's clearly like I think if she looked at it too closely she'd be like this is stupid so she just doesn't really think about (laughs) what she's doing so who is the reader get like nothing yeah she like let herself get like distracted but I also don't know why Eli wouldn't like I feel like he never fully stopped her and was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, talk yeah. to me. Like, he yeah. also was just like, all right, then I guess we're not well, friends. Well, they, they talk on, like, the pier. He sees her ditching dodgeball and talking to her crush from home. Crush, whatever. I don't know. This guy that she w- almost went to prom with. Yeah. And he, like, is basically like, why aren't you playing dodgeball? What's going on? Where'd you go? And then she says that she's like done slacking off with him and she needs to like focus on her studies. And she oh, like, yeah, she was bitchy. All their stuff that they've done to just slacking. And he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> he's very much like, okay, that's how you're going to be. I think he sees through it, but he's like, whatever. I'm not it's dealing with this. Interesting that she was like upset that she didn't do enough for like her parents' marriage and then sees that like Heidi and the dad's marriage is not working out in like the same exact way 
And then Auden is like, all right, let me also handle this the same exact way. Yeah. Even though, like, I already know this didn't work the first time and I'm upset about myself for it. Because as much as she doesn't want to believe it, she is a kid. She's, like, a little kid. And she, like, is... It's like a kid response. Yeah. She doesn't have many of those. That is one of, like, five that she develops in the book. But <laughs> she's... Is like sleeping at night when this happens. She's avoiding Eli. She finds out like through the grapevine that he competed in a bike competition and her dad's still at the hotel. There's like a chapter of just like rock bottom sadness. And then she starts thinking about her dad just like not trying and like failing at things before he's even attempted. And she's like, that can't be me. I'm going to ask Maggie to teach me how to ride a bike. Um, so Maggie teaches her how to ride a bike. She joins the girls in making party favors for this like prom themed beach bash. Oh yeah, and- that's Two of the girls are Heidi's friends, Isabel and Morgan, and they're from Keeping the Moon. How dare you take a book fact from me? I <laughs> I just listened <laughs> to I – will, I will plug Hate Spinner Bait, but I just have been listening, and they covered Keeping the Moon, so my normally shitty memory is pretty on top of, oh, like, Destin characters. retained information. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know these girls. I know these names. Um oh, Tree. Yeah, that was one of my book yeah. texts because, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Sarah Desson books all have like the same universe. So she likes to have the characters go to the same like high schools and restaurants and stores and they all kind of interact. And then like depending on how book old the book is, like the characters will like be aged mm-hmm. in the new book, which is really cute. Yeah. But Auden also mentions that she, like, awkwardly flirted with a boy, and the boy is Nate Cross, who's in the book Lock and Key, which I remember really liking, but I probably am due for a reread or at least listen when Bethany and Michael Ann cover on their podcast. They're about to. I think it's it's either now or next. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw on Instagram. Yeah. The Lock and Key comes up in the movie. One of my movie facts was that they are selling Lock and Key necklaces at the store. Which is like a little Easter egg. Um, Okay, so the quote I wrote down or screenshotted about the bike, just to explain why she's doing this without Eli. She says, what I thought about most when I was on the bike was my quest. At the time, it seemed like a silly little game, something to pass the time, but I understood it was so much more than that. Night after night, task after task, Eli had helped me return to my past and make some things, if not everything, right. Um, he'd given her all kinds of second chances presented like a gift. So she like had done all those things, but was one short and the bike was the thing that she was short on. So she was like, I have to do this even if I don't do it with him. That's sweet. So he still inspired it. She kind of admits to Adam, who's one of the friends who has a big crush on Maggie, um, that she messed things up with Eli, but clearly still has feelings for him. And he does, Adam doesn't really push her to do anything. I think he's like, if you ask him, he'll say yes. But I know Adam is really push her out the door. He helps her with the bike a lot, though. He like because yes. Maggie's, Maggie's not doing a very good job at teaching, so Adam no. helps her learn how to ride the bike too. And he's, I think his teaching of the bike is like what helps her more with Eli because he's like, just try again. Like it yeah. doesn't matter if you keep falling off. What matters if you is if you like get back on. That's what so the... she like takes that from him and then applies it yeah. to her life the title comes from him too because she's like after the bike lessons she's thinking about life and she's like sitting with all the girls and overwhelmed and she realizes that if she just relaxed into it bumpy and crazy as it might be and just like goes along for the ride she'd be okay so she's starting to 
she's changing a lot in these chapters without Eli or like starting to realize how she's changed. It's cute to see. She agrees to go to prom with Jason, which is annoying. He's the guy from yeah the prom so, guy. Did we say what prom is like the beach bash? Yeah, that that she plans every year making favors for. Yeah, so the theme of the beach bash this year is prom. In the past, yeah. it's been like pirates or Jaws or like other random. Stuff. Yeah, when she's making the favors, they're all like, "Oh my gosh!" Like you have to go with a date they're thinking eli but she ends up agreeing to go with jason and they're like is that full circle yeah (laughs) they're all like trying to be uh, nice to her about it but they all are like oh yeah and true to form jason stands her up again for an opportunity to like meet with a professor so she's like so annoying fuck it i'm gonna ask eli and she just like walks away from jason while he's mid-sentence goes into the bike shop it's like eli will you go to prom with me and he says no (laughs) i know it was so sad and then she doesn't she walk out with a bike? Like she buys yeah, her she, own like, bike. She like panic buys a bike instead. <laughs> Which She's I love. like, oh well, like I needed this anyway. And they're like, Why how did the bike happen? And she's like, I don't really remember. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's all a blur. <laughs> you don't get to like read it happening. This is like yeah. cute because you get to read her telling Maggie, Leah, and Esther yeah. that it yes. already happened. And she misses prom at first. She's like, Oh, I'm gonna babysit. Um, yeah, why? Because the dad is a fucking asshole. Yep, the dad won't babysit the one night that he needed to. Um, Dads don't and then her, babysit. Her Dads mom. Oh, I'm sorry. Children. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <sighs> yeah. The mom comes. That wasn't and, towards you. He definitely uses the word babysit too. But yeah, but still, you're right that he would not be babysitting. He would just be watching his child. Um, the mom shows up. Auden hasn't been like returning her calls um and they have a very sweet heart to heart and like resolve things and her mom like meets her on her level and like is apologetic and sort of realizing that she's tried to like basically been very selfish with Auden and like was turned off by her meeting other people and becoming different than like her carbon copy clone and she was like that's kind of a problem and I shouldn't have done that to you and I'm sorry yeah her mom is really nice. nice at the end and the dad is not because she, the dad calls her, or calls Heidi's phone, and then she ends up talking to him. Auden does. She's basically telling him not to quit again, and he's not being, you know, super receptive. He's, like, acting like he wants to parent her and Thisbe, but he's not, there's no action. And so she says that he was harder to believe than her mom, because neither of them have, like, changed yet. But she was like, my mom had come to me. She had traveled all this way, taken a risk, retraced some, if not all, the steps to get us back to a place where we could forge a new path. But my dad was this, always in the same spot and wanting me to come to him, which made me cry. <laughs> like, this moment where she just, like, finally was, like, seeing her dad. Because a lot of times you can tell she's trying to, like, give him the benefit of the doubt. And she finally was like, no, like, you suck. Yeah, I think it's less about the dad becoming better and more about the Auden accepting how he is Mm -hmm. and like not sugarcoating it the mom is like i'll watch the baby you go to the prom themed bash so the mom would that be for heidi (laughs) she gets home i know she's like uh (laughs) actually you know what heidi probably would take anybody watching her baby at this point she's been (laughs) she's had enough and Um, poor heidi doesn't even like the baby's name which is so sad yeah she wanted dad, she had like, all these awesome. names written down after her friends. And the dad demanded this be she like got the middle name she wanted. I think Auden like combines the names that both of them liked. Yeah, it's like Isabel and Thisbe. So Auden calls her Isby. 
so but cute. But then decides to not share that with anyone, even though it would probably make Heidi really happy. I know she tells the dad <laughs> at the end, and I'm like, tell Heidi. I think she'd like that. I know. I was like, can we please be nicer to Heidi? Like, we are getting nicer, but I feel like there's oh, yeah. still funny things. The end wraps up fast. So she, like, goes to prom on a bike, almost literally runs into Eli's truck and, like, oh, yeah. jump, like <gasps> hops a curb to, like, get by him. What if? he had hit her with the truck. <laughs> I think Eli yeah. would have just been done with the or world she slammed into the back. Like, there were so many options where that went badly. But he, like, watches her do this trick and is like, not only can you ride a bike, but you just jumped a curb. Like, what's happening? They kiss and make up and he explains that, like, he wasn't blowing her off for prom. He, like, had a biking competition and he wanted to, like, get first place and come out on top before he, like, stopped so he didn't, like, quit and give up. He just didn't, like, explain that before. He just, like, ran out of the store instead of being like, I have something to do. Yeah, so it was very weird. Then he's like, I will, let's go. <laughs> like go to prom. And then the next scene is like she is at DeFreeze with Maggie. They're rooming together, which I thought was so cute. It's so cute. Made me tear up when I was like, wait, I forgot she's with Maggie. And then oh she cried. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so sweet together. They just were so butting heads. And then then the last scene is her having a diner overnight meal with Eli, who's at a college nearby. Oh, yeah. that's I like that ending of the book. That's it. That's the book. It was great. That it was, was long, sorry. That's okay. Um, It works out for us because I'll have my book facts and then the movie does the book a lot of justice. So I think it's easier. Yeah. We can go through like what's different and okay. then just talk about things we like because Love it. a movie summary, just take what Riley said and yeah. you've got your safe bet. The book was inspired by the birth of Sarah Dessen's daughter. So she wrote a lot of her books as a daughter. And then she became a mother and it like changed her perspective a little. And so she started viewing moms differently and more sympathetically, which I think you care. You see that in this book because she seems more sympathetic to both Heidi and whatever the other mom's name yeah, is. I don't know her name. I'm trying to think of her other books, like her older ones, because the mom's generally are suck. overbearing and suck and don't get their daughters but i can't remember if they have as much of a redemption arc as like this mom because this trying is to think of like what we've learned from the podcast and i feel like a lot of the moms still stay bad but like yeah. the women <laughs> friendships are what like yes. become stronger but um she said her favorite part of writing the novel and in the novel is the where the girls are all together so she likes writing big scenes where people are talking and like having the same experience all at once, which I oh, thought was cute. really cute. It's cute that that's like a few different parts of the book, but kind of mm -hmm. what we were both saying were like the best parts of the book where all the girls mm -hmm. are becoming friends. But yeah. do you like writing scenes like that when you're writing your books? Mm -hmm. With a lot of people. I um, think it's I've... fun. It's fun for like the banter. There's like a lot of opportunity for stuff to. I feel like I have to work a little less hard to like make things happen when there's that many people in a room. It is hard to keep track of who is where. You don't want to like lose someone for too long, <laughs> but it's fun. That she does it like really fun. well. Yeah, she does, and it never feels like too much. But I guess mm -hmm. a lot of like the parts where there's a big group, it was like the four girls, which I think is a comfortable amount to like follow. Yeah. She said um, there would be no sequel for this book. She's written 14 books and none of them have had sequels. So Sarah Dessen is just not a sequel person, which she just does I the Easter really eggs. Like. Yeah, I think that you get hints of them in other books, figuring out that they're fine. But did you know that she's said 
uh, I just know this from her Instagram from years past. Sometimes she'll show pictures of her manuscripts that never came to be. She has like as many books as she's published. She's written books that she just had to trash. She just keeps them. She, they just weren't working. I don't know if some of them get like, you know, like end up becoming books that get published later. Like she just does like full reworks of them. But the way she makes it sound is like she has like 14 other characters, like girls in Colby that just like never came to be on the the shelves. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Some people are just meant to write. So this book was initially published in 2009, but it wasn't optioned for a movie until 2019. So that's why Auden has a flip phone. Oh, I did not even notice any Jay, I think Hollis calls her and I noticed oh, okay. she was like she flipped her phone open and I wrote a note that was like oh my god what year How is funny. this in the movie she's got a full Mac laptop when like researching the movie and the book a lot of people say that they did a really good job bringing the book into like the present mm-hmm. without losing like the core of the book yeah. which I agree which I mean just proves that she's a great writer so, like, mm-hmm. nothing was, like, too aged. Well, I'm trying to think of, like, like TTYL. Do you remember that book? Yeah, I loved those. Fully written in text Full message text. with, like, yeah. emoticons and, like, so slang. Fun. Which is almost like a time capsule, but it does yeah. make it very hard for your book to ever, like, come into the future. I would love to look at those again. Oh, yeah. I wonder how much would be just way over my head now. I don't know. There's also, like, Dear Rosie, which I think is, like, more adult, contemporary but that book is all emails. But the movie is on Netflix. It came out in 2002. It stars Emma Passero, who's Auden, and Belmar- Belmont Camille, who's Eli, which are two people I have never heard of since. Well, they were purposely like no ones. Really? I don't know if they, like, maybe they'll continue to act. I'm not sure. But because it was like the director's first movie, and also because Sarah Dessen books are so beloved, she didn't want people to like watch it and be like, oh, that's like so-and-so playing Auden. She wanted it to be like, oh, that's Auden and that's Eli and that's like it. Like, I don't know them from anything. So then they all were like first timers together. And Emma was a Hebrew teacher when she was cast. She was just like working as a teacher. Cute. Yeah, I don't so know what, what Belmont was up to. <laughs> Belmont. What a wild name. The, so I couldn't I- figure out which one was his first and last when I was reading articles. I was like, oh, what? I bet. My original note, like, when the movie first started and I, like, only really saw, like, the Netflix cover, I was like, these actors are not at all what I pictured. And then I have revision, maybe Auden is, and then double revision, Eli's (laughs) growing on me, too. (laughs) There's stills. I was like, this isn't what I wanted. And then when they the movie started and they were actually interacting, I was like, oh, wait, this is perfect. So they fully sold me with both of them, and they were very Mm -hmm. cute. So I'll go through like a quick summary just to bring us all back into one place. So Auden goes to Colby to spend the summer before college with her dad, stepmom, and the newborn baby. While she's there, she meets mysterious Eli, a fellow insomniac. In while the seaside town of Colby is sleeping, the two embark on a nightly quest to help Auden experience the fun, carefree teen life and kid life that she always wanted. She lets the pressure of her parents' divorce and academic excellence slip away and enjoys being a kid. And along the way, she makes friends with three girls who work at Heidi's Pink Girly Shop. Auden learns there's more to a woman and a more can make a woman intelligent and successful than just being like a scholar the way her mom let on. And simultaneously, Eli is learning that life can continue after the death of his best friend Abe. 
And the best way to honor him is to continue doing the things that they love. So very similar to the book. And I actually yeah. wrote most of that one this time. Well, I'm upping my game. Thank I was going to ask you this time because last time I asked you and you were like, <laughs> <first one. laughs> don't do that to me. But I, uh, I learned from my mistakes last time and I only kind of, I got help, but I, I added my own and changed things and made it better. That was great. I don't care where you get it. It was just a great summary last time and this time. <laughs> you said to ask. So um, the main differences are yeah. there's no brother traveling Europe. Nope. There's She's no... She's like inspired by herself to go. She's like, I'm just going to with my dad and make money at the shop. And like they just get rid That's, of all she those. She has like the job right away. Mm-hmm. It seems like her mom like pissed her off. And she was like, you know what? I'm leaving. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm already done with this. There's no Jason. So they didn't like stand, he didn't stand her up and he is not relevant. There's like yeah. two random friends in the beginning, but they're, I don't know. It was just two like assholes in the beginning. Yeah. They were just mean to her for like no <laughs> yeah. reason. It was very weird. Yeah. Um, there's no grad student sleeping with the mom. Oh yeah. I didn't even mention that. But the one of the reasons she's upset with the mom is she's like hiding this relationship with a grad student. Not hiding it well. Which, like, isn't that not allowed? I guess once you're a grad student, you're an adult, but I still feel like it's a little sus. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. No big baby and Auden (laughs) Bond. I didn't put any any, comments or anything (laughs) um, in the sentence. So no big bond between Auden and the baby. Yes. The little baby. I thought that. And the baby's not as colicky and Heidi Heidi seems distressed but not in the book she's like just like physically bags under her eyes hair is crazy she's never in real clothes she's like a total zombie and in the movie they she's cast Kate Bosworth <laughs> yeah she like looks gorgeous all the time and she's like I need help but she's not in the book it's like somebody help this woman she is like going through it yeah in the book it like seems like she's like two seconds from being institutionalized yeah, she's definitely got some postpartum depression going, especially in that scene when Eli's mom comes. She's clearly not well. She just can't stop crying. And yeah. but in the movie, Kate Bosworth. Oh, and I will say the mom is Andy McDowell, and the dad is Der- I don't know how to say this guy's name. Dermot, Dermo, Moroni. They're all like all three Dermot. big names. So the the teenagers are just no ones, which I thought was cute. And then the parents were like big recognizable faces. Yeah, I thought that was cute because then also if these teenagers weren't really like actors, or I guess maybe they're adults. If they're not really actors, it's kind of nice to have, like, people who mm-hmm. know what they're doing on set. Hopefully they were all nice to them. Yeah. Emma said in an interview that they were. That they, oh, like, good. helped her and taught her stuff. And she was really, like, starstruck by them. So another difference is Jake doesn't seem like Eli's brother. They never, like, explicitly no, he's say not. he's not. But, yeah, there's, like, no connection there. Yeah. Which, like, Eli in the book really is unbothered mm-hmm. by the fact that she, like, already hooked up with his brother. Mm-hmm. I feel like most brothers would probably be a little hesitant. <laughs> I feel like he establishes enough, at least, that he knows what his brother's like and is like, yeah, that was a mistake. And she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> where they leave it. Yeah. There's no um, mom either when the yeah, when no Heidi's mom. really upset. Which it's I like- actually really liked that part in the movie. So when Eli's mom comes to help Heidi, that happens in the movie but the person that comes to help Heidi is um Auden's mom instead it yeah, would really, really help cute. if we knew her name <laughs> yeah well, I don't know but if she was ever given one it like was a really sweet moment between 
the two women who like share this experience mm -hmm. with this man who's been like treating them both the same kind of brings them together and shows their similarities, which I think is like what Auden's been seeing, like not necessarily that they're similar, but the fact that they're both like successful and smart and like mm -hmm. good role models. So now like the two women get to see that in each other, which is really nice. Her name is Victoria. Victoria. Oh, mm -hmm. so I was definitely like reading some things about it and, they mentioned like Maggie meets Hollis and I was like, who the fuck is Hollis? And then somebody else talks about Victoria and I was like, I don't know who that is either. Like I just <laughs> read this book. I'm so confused. So yeah, Victoria comes and helps with the baby and helps with Heidi. And I thought it was really nice. No ex-girlfriend, Belissa. Nope. And the dad never really gets better. So nope. in the movie, he like really turns it around and everything's like hunky dory again. Yeah. He like shows up and listens to, they're like, whatever you said to him, Auden. Really yeah. kicked I him in the like ass. I still didn't like say that much to him in the movie. She but. said she, that he didn't quit on her. He never even tried. He looks very disturbed by that thought, which seems very obvious to everybody else. But yeah, he was like shocked. So she's basically like, "Don't quit on Thisbe. Like you have to at least try." I think is what he's so that like shows him in the movie just showing up with his suitcase. Kate Bosworth sitting there looking very pleased that he's back instead of throwing a baby rattle at his head, but. Uh, oh yeah and she gets to go to a yoga class and stuff the only other difference which i thought was like very creatively done instead of a beach bash being prom mm -hmm. theme, they the kids make a prom and the theme is beach bash which was very <laughs> cute i yeah. like that they just like flipped it to make it work for the movie and then all the kids are hanging out she like picked out in the movie she has like this dress that she bought for prom and never got to wear and she like has it with her because she packed it, hoping, I guess, she'd have a chance to wear it. And then Eli picks her up for a bike ride in her dress. And then they go to the beach and have their little dance. No, it's so sweet. He's, like, wearing a tux. But they it's do all the same things. They do mini golf. Oh, one of the major things, which was almost my hot take, was that it is absolutely incredibly upsetting to me that she doesn't know what Connect Four is. And that anyone oh, was checkers? even willing to put that in the movie. There's no way somebody has lived on this earth of the United States and been able to completely avoid Connect Four. <laughs> I don't believe it. I was bummed that Vertical Checkers became his like nickname for her oh, instead my of because I liked Indoor Kid is so cute when he would like joke yeah. that she was an Indoor Kid, and That's I was funny. like, not Vertical Checkers. <laughs> it's such a mouthful. <laughs> so Riley and I first watched this movie, and we hadn't read Along for the Ride in a years. Like, you had read it before, right? Yeah, just yes. not in, like, a decade. Yeah, so we watched this movie and ripped it to shreds. <laughs> well, so one of the things I wrote down as a fact was about that, because the director said that in the initial script, like, the draft that they did and then some scenes that they shot, Auden came across so judgy and dismissive and it just was not working on the screen and they were like oh this only works in a book because you're inside her head the whole time and you can tell that it's like her mom's shit that she's like mm. she's judging people because this is how she was raised and she's like learning not to but when you're just watching a movie she was just well, yeah. some of the stuff she and says there was, like, like no stuff that was like so rude to Heidi and was like oh yes. my god Auden, knock it off she said they tried to veer more towards awkward but like clearly there was when you and I watched it I remember our critique was like she was just mean like why <laughs> I don't remember her being mean and then I read the book and I was like oh she is she if you're just reading it straight like her dialogue she does come across as mean but you're in her head the whole time and you're like oh 
yeah. I know why you're saying this and I understand you, but the movie, the first time I didn't get her. Yeah. Cause in the book, she'll like say something pretty bitchy. And then her next thought is like, I don't know why I said that. Definitely was my mom <laughs> speaking. But then she yeah. like never fixes it. She just no. like keeps stumbling into those situations mm-hmm. and being like, oops. And then she like won't do it again about the same thing. But then she like stumbles into a new thing that she had some like unrealized bias against. But Did you um, notice that Sarah Dustin has a cameo? No. I, I'm, she's brunette. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> they say her name when she has a cameo. They say Are you like kidding me? Damn it. <laughs> they don't say Dessen, but they say Sarah. She's uh, okay, fifteen minutes in after the dance party, 15. she's a customer. She's leaving the store. She she blurs past. She, it's very fast. She's barely even visible. And they say, Bye Sarah, have a good day or whatever. She's a customer. And oh. she's like, Bye girls and leaves. That's cute. hmm I'll have to rewatch. Yeah, it's really quick in there. I was hoping um, it would be farther in because I watched this in two parts. So then I was like, well, maybe that's why I missed it. <laughs> no, it's really early. When it came out, I remember her posting about that. So I kind of remembered that she was a customer. So I was looking for it. I don't know if I would have just been like, that's iridescent because it really is so fast. I so, definitely missed it. Don't judge yourself too much. I will say I love Leah. I thought she was so funny. Mm-hmm. She was my favorite of the girls in the movie. They her cast- little face is so sassy and cute. Both of them were cast for, like, all the girls I was, like, very excited about. But, yeah, Leo's funny. When she stopped their fist bump from happening, when they, when Auden and Esther agreed that Tally Ho sucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> went to bump fists and she just put them down. She was very funny without saying very much. Yeah, she has a, one of those faces, too, that's, like, my mom would call it a kitten face. Where it's just, <laughs> like, a little sly and tiny and, like, spooky <laughs> the whole time. And I think that's very funny. A little kitten face. But my last thing was that... Sarah Dessen was a producer of the movie and she sat down with the director for three hours and they talked about adapting the book and Dessen assured felt like her fans that the book was not going away like she felt like it was going to honor the book and it did because her she has two other books that were made into one single movie with Mandy Moore called How to Deal and it takes like pit like bits and pieces of both books and it's pretty unrecognizable if you've like you can see pick apart what's what but Mm -hmm. it wasn't anything like this which was very clearly similar yeah and this had so many easter eggs that like we definitely missed not having read it before so like reading it and then watching it right away like there's glasses on the countertop like the black frames of the grad student are like on the counter when Auden like signs the note and is like left for Colby I did not even notice yeah and the dad goes to write he like picks up an apple which mm. they, they don't talk about, but in the book, it's a big deal of, like, if he's eaten yeah. the apple or not, dictates whether or not he's a huge fucking dick. And yeah, it's a bad day he's a dick he... both times. <laughs> so, um, but he, like, grabs an apple, and I was like, oh, my God, so many, like, little things that I would have, like, never noticed had I not read the book so quickly before she watching hadn't, it. Um, the director hadn't read the book before agreeing to – she, like, read it, of course, when she was adapting it, but it, she wasn't, like, a – you know, old-timey Sarah Dessen fan or anything. She hadn't read it. Neither had um, Eli, and I don't think Emma either. They both read it, though. But no one was like, I'm a big Sarah Dessen fan, and I'm here. I feel like (laughs) sometimes that's good. Should we tell them? We have a repeat, I guess is what we would call it, book to TV show that we're going to do next because season two of Heartstopper is coming out, and so we're going to read volume three for next time. Yes, we are going to be quick with it so 
it'll be exciting. And so far, and like, sorry if this ends up being wrong, but we're sticking with just volume three. That's what it seems like it's based yeah. off of. Um, show, our Instagram will have like the full information if we find out anything yeah. new. Because it doesn't come out till August 3rd, so we can't exactly know for sure. But we know that the author has said it's based on at least volume three. So we're going off Perfect. that. Perfect. If well, you want to join. In the meantime, what are you reading, Riley? I am reading. Um, please hold and tell us what you're reading because I forget the title. <laughs> right <laughs> now, from my phone. I'm reading People We Meet on Vacation by Emily oh, Henry. Fun. It has been very fun. Um, since we're a spoiler podcast, um, I'm just going to like say my one thought about this book, which does kind of spoil. The title is so misleading. Like, Have you read this book? Yeah, they don't mean on vacation. They it's go on vacation. So, exactly. <laughs> like they are already like very much best friends for years. Yep. They don't meet on vacation. Like they meet other people, but those people are like pretty irrelevant in the grand scheme of yeah. things. So what a weird title. I think it has a different. I might be wrong. I feel like it has a different title in the UK version. Is Emily um, Henry British? No, but oh, the books are they published just did everywhere. A better job. They have like different covers and titles sometimes oh it's called you and me on vacation see yeah That's you would like so much better you gotta get a copy of that one i think i do this whole thing like i think i just went into it like fully expecting something different i expected them to at least have met on vacation yep. and then like yep. kept being friends after but they meet in college and so it is a misleading title i've never thought about that but yeah. it is it's the rest the only are, thing i can think about every time i look at it the rest of hers are accurate book yeah. lovers is about book lovers and beach read is a beach read. And it does confuse me that those are book titles. So then I like really jumble which ones are which. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell you on the podcast that you should avoid Happy Place, her fourth one, because I've heard, I haven't read it yet, but I've heard that it, it rests heavily on your least favorite trope, which is um, if those characters would just speak to each other about what was that's bothering them. That's this whole book. Yeah, well, that's what the, don't read Happy Place. Because uh. for a reader with your taste, it will just be everything you don't like. Oh my god, I don't like it. Yeah, that is like the big confirm. thing about this book. Like, it's like we're so close, we can't possibly like take it to the next step because I don't want to lose you. And then it's been years. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> like what are you two Those doing, psychos? Knock their heads together, literally. I mash reading... their lips together till they <laughs> <laughs> like a Barbie doll. And then like in um... classic Emily Henry. Sorry, I'm not over this. <laughs> <laughs> And she just, like, all of a sudden has the raunchiest smut, like, out of nowhere. It's like, we were just yeah. talking about, like, rainbows oh. and sunshine, and now, like, they're having high and what, heavy times. Is this so what you're reading on the subway? subway? Yeah. And it's, like, it's this main character shield. who's been, like, can't even tell her that he likes her suddenly is, like, saying the craziest stuff. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Where did that come from? I also um, gifted this book to my mom. So, hi, oh. mom. I didn't read it first. <laughs> oh, did you read her other ones? I feel like you had to have known. There was, like, one of them has a sex scene in a literal, like, lake in the forest. Which, having been in the forest, I cannot understand it. They make the perfect present. Yeah, let us know what you thought, Krista. Yeah, can you actually text me? This is how she's going to get this information. <laughs> Mom, will you text me? And then we can make that a post on our Instagram is what you thought about. Oh, that's cute. People we meet on vacation. Um, I'm reading something extremely different. It's called The Big Rock Candy Mountain. And it was written in like, oh my God, I don't know, the 30s. It's very old. Oh it's by God. this guy named Wallace Stagner, who I have found a lot of his books at like dollar book sales. 
and any of them that I've read, I've loved. And I can't tell you why, because they're really quiet and like interior based and like not a ton is happening. And usually I don't like just reading people's thoughts and descriptions. But for some reason, the way that this man writes, I am, I'll just read a grocery list, which I don't say about many people. I'm like fascinated when he's like writing about what he sees out the window. And I'm like, tell me. More. Oh <laughs> but my God. Anyway, he I wrote I wrote I read last week like a short story collection of his and like a essay collection about writing, which made like taught me that a lot of what he writes is autobiographical. And now that I know some stuff about his family, I know that this book I'm reading is based on his parents relationship in his childhood so I'm kind of excited to I picked it up because I was like well it's fresh on the brain and my memory's holding on to it that does sound interesting pick it up. Yeah. also this is a perfect study in the types of women that Auden's mom Victoria respects, <laughs> <and other> respects. <laughs> and I'm falling on the unfortunate side of that <laughs> There is no unfortunate side. I'd rather be a Heidi than a Victoria. <laughs> oh, sucks to suck. <laughs> uh, that's a good note to end on. But we have to. We haven't done any of our info dumps, which is that any of the books we talked about that we're reading now, or the ones that we're reading for the show, are on our bookshop, which is bookshop slash. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's bookshop.org slash shop slash movies better. Yeah, right. It's also in our Instagram bio and you can just click it there so I don't have to get that right. Um, and our Instagram is at movies better. Yeah, right. Which is spelled M-O-V-I-E-S-P-E-T-T-E-R-Y-A-W-R-I-T-E. And if you don't know by now, you should. And I can't believe we're still spelling it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know by now, now you know. Yeah. And if you haven't had enough of book podcasts that talk about the wonderful Sarah Dessen, we have a recommendation for you. And we have mentioned them briefly, but we want to give them a full official shout out. It is Hate Spinner Bait. They are going through Sarah Dessen's full, oh my God, Catalog. what do you call it? Thank you. <laughs> I, mean, I needed the author much. to step in. <laughs> um, of books and is they're reading it and then talking about it like chapter by chapter and it is so much fun it's like mm-hmm. hanging out with your childhood friends who are interested in what you're interested in and it's very sweet and i think they just interviewed sarah dustin herself which is so freaking mm-hmm. cool it dropped in july and i haven't listened yet but it's like a treat waiting for me oh they yeah i haven't to- worked my way to it yet i like listening to them in order they went over 4th of July to where Sarah Dessen lives in North Carolina and did it there <sighs> on a road trip. And they don't like live. They're not like us where they see each other in person occasionally. They don't because they live far apart. So they road tripped. Big moment. And met oh, Sarah Dessen. That's like a book in itself. I know. I that Don't give me ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I love a road trip book. <laughs> but yes, you should listen. You love that one. Yes, it's so good. Oh, if you do a road trip book, can me and you go on a road trip for research? Yeah, and we can interview Sarah Dessen. <laughs> it's been done. We need to find a new author who we're nice enough to that they'll want to talk to us. <laughs> but you guys well, should definitely listen. They're so wonderful and funny and smart and great. Yeah. And, you know, we'll be nice for sure next week. We love Alice Oseman's Heartstopper book. So oh, that's true. Guaranteed. We've got two in a row. Um, so we'll see you guys in two weeks for that if you want. It's, the graphic novel's quick. It's like 30 minutes, so read along this time. Yeah, you can do it. Yes, we will see you then. <laughs> we believe in you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.